last boat roller fit. We're back. We're back. We we left you for a time. Yeah, it's been a it's been a few months. It has. We are sorry about the delay with our episodes. There's a few reasons for that. Stacy was overseas. I was. And we had planned to record an episode, but what happened, Stacey? So we, I feel like this always happens to me. I were overseas and we, yeah, we did um, plan to record over there because we thought that would be fun. But the internet was really terrible in a lot mm. of places I was at. So it was very hard to coordinate the time difference as well as obviously your work and having good interruptions so yeah. we just couldn't get it all coordinated so yeah. we apologize and yeah then when we got home I've been home for a month now and we just haven't been able to do it for a few different reasons as well yes for a few reasons primarily because of me <laughs> sorry guys I thought I would share a little bit about that I'm doing my PhD at the moment I'm in my last eight months nine months so close PhD. I know oh my gosh it's been such a long journey so I'm doing my PhD in social work I love it most of the time but yes it's just been very demanding I've had a lot on and also balancing my health this is something that I've shared a little bit on Instagram and stuff before in some more recent posts as well if you're interested to learn more but yeah like I struggle with chronic fatigue something that I was diagnosed with early last year in 2017 and so yeah I have struggle with fatigue it's really hard to manage studying full-time trying to work where I can skate where I can and also yeah just kind of look after my health so it's just been a time of having to really focus on my health and, yeah and study and and we always put our health and also mm. our family's health sort of above a lot of work projects so yeah also my dad isn't well at the moment so Mm. when I got back I wanted to see him and just trying to coordinate our lives but yeah our health is our most important and so should yours be as well so we've prioritized that first and but we're back yeah we're back and we're really happy to be back so Stacey as you said you've been home for a month but you were traveling throughout Italy and Portugal how was it oh my gosh I had the best time it's just it's always great going to Europe. Yeah, Portugal first, which I predominantly went there for a wedding, which was really wonderful. But I did a lot of skating there, which was really cool too. Portugal is actually super skatable. Mm. I didn't really think too much about it before I got there. But once I get got there, there's a few great skate parks, a few that I didn't even get to go to, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Great skating. Yeah, met up with a few roller skaters there. I met up with uh, a girl who's from Brazil who has moved to Portugal with her and her partner and we just skated along the beach. Sorry. And then we skated with Cardo, the Lino. The Lino. <laughs> Papa, we'll call him. Aww. He was- he was like dad. He was holding our hands, um, teaching us stuff. So, so nice. Yeah, he's really awesome. You should follow him on YouTube. Uh, I think it's under the Lino Life. And okay. so we skated with him also. And then if you don't follow me on Instagram because I posted about this a lot, we went to like an eco skate yoga surf retreat and it was had its own skate park guys it was so awesome it had its own bowl and you could go surfing or skating during the day or do yoga had great food drinks pool it was awesome and it was like glamping and it was really affordable 
So, yeah, and Portugal is very affordable. It's a, on the cheaper spectrum of a place to visit in Europe. Okay, good to know. So Portugal is great. Highly recommend going to Portugal. And Italy, I mean, Italy is always amazing, isn't it? It is. I love Italy. Just the food. I'm not going to go into too much detail about the food, but <laughs> I'm just going to say go to Italy, eat all the food. I coached at the Roller Fighters event and, oh, my gosh, wow, I got along with them so well. We did the classes. It was 40 degrees this day and we taught in inside a castle, which was an indoor sports centre. So the indoor Whoa. sports centre was, was, <laughs> was inside a castle. It was really cool. The and it was, it was so hot. We were sweating so much, but we had a great time. Uh, Bomba from uh, Spain was there and she taught the ramp components. So then we went to the skate park afterwards and she taught. If you haven't been taught by Bomba before, check her out. I think she's going to be at BC, um, BCN Skate Love Festival coaching mm. there. She was an amazing coach. I didn't do the class because I was so done from teaching my own class because it was so hot, but Mm. I listened and she's a fantastic coach too. And the whole Italian crew, Chicks in Bowls, Italy, everyone in Italy, I love. Yeah, definitely new part of my skate family and I miss them. I miss you girls. I know a few of them listen to the podcast, so I miss you. I miss our pizza dates. Wow, I want to so, go on a pizza date in Italy. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so Italy was great. All the skate parks are sort of, most of them are in the north of Italy. Okay. So the further south you go, there is less and less places to skate, basically, okay. if you want to think about going to Italy to skate. Skate in the north end, there's like one or two skate parks the further south you go, but majority are like Milan, um, you know, mm. that upper north side mm. as well. So. Yeah, and I mean, artistic skating is so big in Italy. My experience of skating in Italy was that there were lots of rinks that are like privately owned and there's a lot of artistic skaters that are like constantly training there so street skating and you know park skating is probably more the way to go if you're traveling through and you want to skate yeah I just I could be wrong I did find it interesting that there is so many Italian artistic skaters like Mm. Italy uh, number one in the world in artistic skating well they have been for the last few years um, probably more than a few years, a long time. And you've got Roll Line, which is from Italy. You've got Adea, which is from Italy, uh, and lots of artistic skating. But when it comes to ramp skating, I was very surprised in how, I guess, the lack of mm. uh, skate parks there are. Like I said, there's a few in the north, but as soon as you go down south, we only went to one down south in Lecce, and I believed there is a roller derby league down there who I was going to meet up with. But there isn't a lot down there in the way of skate parks mm. Uh and I'm not sure about Sicily or like the Amalfi sort of area, but where we went, yeah, it was quite surprising given that artistic skating is so big. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. many skaters in Italy. Anyway, if you're from Italy and you want to prove us wrong and tell us <laughs> yeah. where all of the you know places to skate are uh, in different styles, of course, um, let us know. Give yeah. us a shout out. Email Stacey's. Tell me. I tried really hard. I guess there's that whole language barrier yeah, too. Like I'm trying true. to Google skate parks and yeah. all these like English. I guess some of the skate parks weren't coming up on the thing I was Googling. Anyways, I feel like it was – I spoke to some of the Italian girls and they did say there's more skating in the north and that's where Roller Fighters is. So Milan, just outside of Milan, even more north of there, like towards Croatia, I think there's a few places over there, mm. and then a little bit further south. And then as soon as you start going like – as soon as you're past Rome, Florence, it definitely quietens down a lot. Yeah. There's a few here and there, but it's not like Barcelona. It's not like California. Yeah. Yeah, a bit different. Yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds like so amazing. I love Italy. Great experience. Yeah, I also love Italy. 
I can't wait to go back. And I think at the same time or the same day that you were teaching in Italy. You were in New Zealand yeah. <laughs> coaching literally at the same time, yeah. same day. It was yeah. because of the time difference. It, yeah, it worked out. It worked yeah. out. Yeah. So Matt and I taught a roller fit class and a roller fit dance class in Christchurch in New Zealand. Um, we were also over there for a wedding. Um, Matt's sister got married and that was beautiful. And we just happened to be able to go and teach at a venue and Dead End Derby, so the the local Christchurch, one of the local derby leagues, helped us out with a lot of planning and stuff. It was such a good event. They were like it oversold, so yeah. I think there were like thirty six. My bad, there. that was my fault. Sorry, <laughs> no, guys. I was happy for it to be oversold. There were people who found out about the event only one or two days before who just came and watched. Um, who who were fine to not skate, but um, it, so so many people came down and. We had an amazing time, all ages. There were a couple of younger um, girls who were artistic skaters there who were trying out, you know, dance for the first time. And, yeah, everyone had a great time. It was so great to meet. Was it cold? It was pretty cold, yeah. I think it was like four or five degrees. And we didn't realise this when we booked the venue, but the venue that we booked was undergoing renovations. So we turned up and the fourth wall of the venue was missing. (laughs) So it was even colder inside than we anticipated it would be, but that's okay because we skated and we warmed up really quickly. And I have to say the style of the skaters in Christchurch was pretty amazing. I thought I'd dressed up. I I had not compared to others. People were wearing like glitter and sparkles and tutus and one person had like a Kill Bill, like a yellow bodysuit on. It was just amazing. I felt so inspired. I was like, oh man, I have to up my game, (laughs) my skate fashion game. But yeah, gosh, we met some wonderful people. Uh, We all went out to dinner afterwards. Oh, so did we Uh, in Italy. Isn't that fun, all going out together? Yeah, it was fun, like skating, like later at night with everyone. We were sad that we... Like, it would have been so good to do more meetups and more classes and stuff, but we were only there for like six days. So we taught the night before we flew out the next morning at like 4 or 5 a.m. So, yeah, sad that I didn't get to meet up with more people. Um, But I have seen Longest Drink in Town, um, who is a member of the local derby team and was just so amazing helping us source venues and all that sort of thing. She's been doing dance meetups since the classes. Oh, that's great. Um, not, Not saying that it was our classes that made her do it, but she kind of said that you know it got people excited about dance and trying out a new style so they've been doing dance and starting stuff up so it's great to see that you know the skating love is definitely there yeah for sure so it was a great community of people in Christchurch Uh, really hope to go back Uh, at another point everyone was like when are you coming back next which was so so nice to hear so we'd love to come back Love to see more of New Zealand, actually, because I haven't travelled yeah, through there. Yeah, New Zealand's there. beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, guys, definitely check out New Zealand. Yeah. Christchurch. Christchurch. Definitely go to Italy. Uh, you can follow Roller Fighters on Instagram, but uh, Lorenza and the, their dog. Anyways, I won't go to, <laughs> to all the names of the beautiful skaters there, but you can check out Chicks in Bowls Italy as well. And, yeah, in Portugal, just check out all the skating there too. Lots of skate parks in Portugal. Mm. Uh, you can street skate almost, and maybe not so much in Lisbon, but in a lot of other places there's a lot of street skating mm. as well. Well, in Christchurch, because obviously there'd been, uh, you know, they had the earthquake uh, I think seven years ago now. Was it that long? Um, I know. It's gone so good. Anyway, and I did, you know, a lot of the city ended up having to be demolished, um, only some of which has been rebuilt. 
Um, but I've noticed that a lot of skaters in that city, there's a lot of like vacant lots in right in the middle of the city and people will go and just skate on a lot, like rent a lot for like, you know, 30 bucks an hour or something. And so that's where people have been doing dance meetups and, that's so and cool. dance parties and stuff. So that's a pretty interesting way to kind of use different spaces in the city to reclaim them for, for skating and for funds. That's so yeah. cool. And there does seem to be a, a big Chicks in Bowls um, community in Christchurch as well. So shout out to them. If you're yeah. wanting, wanting to travel over there, you know, get in touch with them and the local derby teams and they'll be able to put you on the path about where to skate in Christchurch. Awesome. Mm. All right. So we put a post out on the Instagram saying if anyone had any questions about traveling and skating. So we're just going to answer yeah. a bunch of questions that people wrote to us. Exactly. And a follow-up for our, from our last episode, which was about traveling and skating. So yeah, thanks for all the great, great questions. First one I'll throw over to you, Stacey. Yes. How do you carry your skates when you're traveling? Like, do you use a separate bag? Do you use a backpack? That's a good question. What's, what do you do? I feel like I still haven't figured out exactly what I love. Yeah. <laughs> and it changes a lot. So I guess... I always have to take these days two sets of skates, which isn't ideal. I wish I could just take one set. So if you do have the option just to take one set, totally just take one set. Yeah. It's just a lot easier. Um, a skate strap is super mm. easy, but I also tend to carry mine around in a tote bag. So we have like roller fit tote bags or well, we had them. They're all sold out now, but the skates fit in them perfectly. So I tend to carry them in there. Mm, awesome. So yeah, when you. Well, Matt and I, uh, we do have like a separate bag that we each take our skates in, um, like that can be checked in. I don't think it's big, it's small enough to do as a carry-on, but that's just kind of when we're fully traveling, like, you know, flying around, we took this bag to New Zealand. It's just the perfect size. It's actually a skate bag, um, uh, designed for skates to go in. So that's how I do it. I also haven't really figured it out. Like I like to take a backpack because I find my back gets a bit sore if I'm carrying stuff in a, in a tote bag. But yeah, like it's hard because so my hard. skates don't fit in my backpack. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to find one that's a good enough size. So I tend to use a skate strap as well. And the skate straps are good because then skate news, skate strap yeah, has many news, names. Yeah. Cause when you've got your skates on, you can actually like sling your shoes around in and carry those in exactly. The strap as they well. are really handy, and mm. if you haven't got one before, most skate shops sell them. Our roller stuff, yeah, also makes them. Yeah, really um, cool, sparkly. Yeah, Moxie designs. has them, but yeah. most skate shops you'll be able to find them, and they're super handy. I literally have like three or four of them in different colors. Yeah, uh, and I always make sure I take one traveling with me because no matter what, if I just don't know what I'm going to do, I just put yeah. my skates in the skate tra- strap, and then I'll take a backpack. Yeah, with my other stuff. That's a good idea. And I found, because there was a time where I was alternating between tying my laces together and slinging them over my shoulder versus the skate strap. And I do find the skate strap distributes the weight more evenly. It doesn't uh, dig into your shoulder so much. It doesn't dig into your shoulder. And also you get wear and tear if you've got your laces tied really tight all the time. Yeah. So I definitely recommend the strap or the noose. Um, when you're traveling around with your skates. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So we had a couple of really good questions about, you know, carry on or checked in luggage for your skates. Great, great debate. Mm. Great question. Mm. I feel like this is one that's always asked. Look, it really depends on the country, on the airline, on the security, on the airport, on the day. It totally does. So my best advice for this is if you do want to take them on the plane with you as carry on, right to your airport. So I have a letter from Sydney airport saying that I'm allowed to take 
my skates on the plane with me. But if I didn't have that letter, there's so many times where I've been pulled up by security saying you can't okay. take your skates on. So ice skates aren't allowed on the plane, and I think that's where the confusion is. And a lot of the time skateboards aren't. But roller skates, it seems to be this little bit of a gray area. But Sydney Airport, you definitely can take them, but have a letter. So I have yeah. a letter from Sydney Airport, Brisbane Airport, and Melbourne Airport saying I can take my skates on the plane. And I've had to pull that letter out many of times. Sure. So just write to the airline or airline and then the airport, but it usually comes under the airport security, at sure. least at least in Australia. And do I take them on the plane or not? It just depends on yeah. where I'm going. So when I went overseas, I took like a big suitcase with me and I, because I had to take two sets of skates and I was worried about the weight and I had, you know, because mm. I was taking so much stuff with me, I was definitely over the 30 kilos or yeah. whatever you can take. So I had one set of skates that I checked in and then I took one set of skates on the plane. But sometimes I put both under just because, again, coming from Australia, we tend to have to get two or three flights and just going through that security, having that same conversation. Yeah. And then you've got to carry all you carry on with you. If you're having to fly three flights and you've been traveling for 33 hours, like it took me to get to Lisbon, then and you don't really want to have your skates mm. on you the whole time. So it's really up to personal preference. Totally. But I, I guess a lot of people are concerned that their bag goes missing. But in my experience, your bag goes missing, but it tends to always come back to you. It turns up again. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I know it's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I haven't traveled domestically in the US, but I know that in Europe, if you're traveling within Europe, you can pretty much always take your like still check like do your due diligence but um traveling throughout europe i've been able to carry skates uh like you know in the cabin with me yeah same Um, as the us i haven't had a problem yeah so it's a bit different but again um i would i would still check or check with like people locally the other thing i found is some places want you to have your skates in a bag to take on the plane uh, so you can't have them showing loose okay yeah so okay. i've had been pulled up on that once so i always make sure i take my tote bag with me just in case i get pulled up that's a good tip on, yeah. on that so that's and then you've just got i yeah it depends on the airline again some of them are a, a lot fussier with how many bags you can take on the plane but i find in europe they're way more relaxed with that mm. sort of thing in australia you know they weigh your carry-on before you go on yeah, and all of that sometimes. in europe everyone takes so much carry-on that it's like they end up having to put it under anyway. Yeah, so, totally. Hmm. Yeah. Well, good to know. So, you know, always take a little bag if you're going to try to take your um, skates in the cabin with you as and opposed to check in. Yeah, get a letter from the airport mm. if you can saying that it's allowed, if you're worried, if you're concerned. Totally. Do your research. Maybe if you come to Australia, definitely get the letter. <laughs> definitely because they do seem to be stricter with security yeah. here. But generally, you know flying internationally check it in we would say check yeah. check it in with your check baggage um so we also had another question about what setup do you use for your skates when traveling so what wheels what you know etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah. what do you stacy you said that you take two pairs of skates now why is that now i do because i want to practice my ramp skating and i feel like i need a different set of skates to my dance slash street skate yeah sure. i can wear both of them for street skating but for dance i need my dance set of skates yeah um and i can't use my dance skates riding ramps because it's mounted very differently mm. um so there's that i wish i i know i probably could get away with not taking my ramp skates and not do ramp skating but then it wouldn't be as fun it so be as fun, yeah it is definitely a balance and it is hard so i just try and take as minimal equipment as possible yeah. so if i'm taking two sets of skates i tend to only take another one set of wheels yeah okay that's sure. like 
I don't want any more than that on me. And then I'll take very minimal tools. Yeah. So I just try and take minimal as possible. I guess when it comes to gear, I only wear a helmet and wrist guards. So for me, I don't have to worry so much on that part, but I know some people wear the whole kit. So uh, yeah, and I tend to take my helmet on the plane with me because you can just attach it to your backpack. Yeah, that's smart. Saves Um, you some room. Yeah, saves me some room. So yeah, it's hard though. I feel like I'm always changing and I'm always trying to make it better. And yeah, I haven't, I don't feel like I haven't perfected it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And you, Amelia? Yeah, well, it depends. It definitely depends what type of skating I'm going to be doing uh, when I go. Uh, So yeah, I would say that my general setup for like a short trip would be like my standard kind of moxie bunny skate with some variation of like an outdoor wheel since finding the radar energy wheels they're my favorite all-rounder wheel they're really good for like an indoor slash outdoor as well Mm. and they're kind of narrow enough you know that's the set that I took to New Zealand I took my dance uh, setup however I also tend to take my toe stops because if I know that I might be skating outdoors I like to have the option of my toe stops because particularly when you're in like an unfamiliar environment I just find it's a lot safer to skate with with my toe stops in outdoors so I take a, a you know I take a set of skates that will allow me to either have toe stops in or toe stops out yeah. and yeah take a hybrid wheel when we went to Barcelona a couple of years ago not only did I take a smaller like dance suitable wheel I also took some larger outdoor cruising wheels I think at the time I was wearing my moxie outdoor wheels my hello kitty (laughs) wheels and I think I got some other wheels over there the Venice bones Um, so I know we talk in another episode about our different skate setups and that sort of thing the problem with big outdoor cruising wheels is that they're really heavy yeah they're heavy so hence now if I was traveling I would just take the radar wheels because they're such a good all-rounder wheel yeah i tend to take i like indoor hard wheels when i'm dancing and skating because i can spin a lot faster and a lot better on them so i have the problem that both of my skates take different size bearings so i just Uh, make sure that every wheel i want to take and i have one on each skate and then a spare set has bearings in it so i don't need to worry about putting bearings in there i know it's more weight but it's just easier that way so i always have an outdoor wheel which for me is a radar energy that usually can go on my dance skates and I can put a toe stop in there. I have a hard wheel, which is a roll line wheel at the moment on my dance skates. And then on my ramp skates, I just have my ramp skates is just a ramp setup, yeah, and that stay usually stay. Are. Yeah, they stay as they are. And then I yeah. just always, and I just always have it like the same. An outdoor wheel just makes you feel more comfortable street for skating, sure. yeah, and it's just sure. more enjoyable. It is oh, overall, yeah. And I've skated on indoor wheels outdoors. <laughs> it's not that fun. Yeah, <laughs> like cruising through. A city. And my priority is taking skating stuff over clothes personally, because yeah. I know a lot of people ask that. I just wear the same thing over and over and over and over yeah. again. I think someone wrote to me saying, oh, you have so many nice dresses. I literally had two. But um, <laughs> I just tried to make them look different. Yeah, exactly. Um, Styled them differently. Yeah. And mm. I mean, if you're traveling with someone, a partner, maybe you can sneak a little <laughs> little bag in there. Yeah. <laughs> do what I do. Just buy clothes overseas. Yeah. And um, yeah, gives you more room for skating stuff going over there. Yeah. All right, so when you're traveling, this is our next question. Do you skate in rinks, skate parks, or street when traveling? All of the above. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) totally. Depending on where you are, I guess. Yeah. Some places don't have rinks. Yeah. Some places don't have many skate parks, just wherever. Yeah, totally. It's good. I think it's good to go prepared to skate in whatever environment you 
happen to find. Yeah. Um, and as we were saying before, I guess it depends on like, you know, reaching out to local skaters beforehand, finding out where everyone skates, what kind of style of skating is in that city. I would say that it's important to find out the local word in the native language for roller skating. Yes. That's really going to help you find places to skate. Yes. Uh, if you don't know the word for roller skating or velodrome or like, you know, uh, rink, it's really hard to find places. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I would say, you know, do your research in that sense. Yeah. When I was in Italy looking at skate parks, I used, yeah. I tried to use the Italian words. That's what you Google when you're trying to find yeah. out or talking to people. Yeah. Mm, mm. Makes it a bit easier. Mm, mm. So we've had a really good question about um, any advice for street skating when overseas? I think just there's a few things. Firstly, I would do your research. Always do your research about where to skate. You'll find there are some countries that might have laws against or just culturally, not necessarily illegal, but just laws against places you can and can't skate. So I would definitely do your research when it comes to that and just make sure that you're respecting the local culture totally and sometimes if you can't find information on roller skating or inline skating is a good one to look up uh, bikes yeah usually if bikes are allowed then you are allowed but it's just about respecting the culture so that's what i'll do first and foremost um and then after that i would just try and have some fun yeah and we were talking about this before about doing offline google maps yes oh my gosh they're a lifesaver to have yeah. those offline maps. There's lots of different apps that you can use nowadays, um, but it really saves you <laughs> and it helps you identify, you know, the good places to skate as well. Yeah. So, mm. and just have fun with it. Like I tend to skate and not really have an agenda when I street skate around a city. Like mm. I'm not trying to skate to, you know, a famous monument necessarily. I'm just skating to skate. Yeah. Uh, or I might look up a restaurant and skate there, but that's sort of about it. And the other thing is always take shoes with you. That's a really important one. Because yeah. there's lots of places that won't allow you inside without putting your shoes on. However, there is places that will, so it just depends. And, again, it's just about respecting that country, that city, that lo local culture, yeah. and just, yeah, making sure that you're respecting that city. I totally. think it's really important. And public transport as well. Like some cities don't mind you having skates on public transport. Others very much do mind. So if you always have shoes with you, um, that's an important thing. We were talking about this before and Matt re recounted a story of when we were in Barcelona. Um, we all went to the disco, the like end of festival disco from BCN uh, Skate Love Festival one year. And he didn't bring shoes with him. So he <laughs> couldn't get back on the train to come home with everyone. So like... <laughs> I'd gone home that. early and, you know, the other girls came home and I was like, oh, where's Matt? And they were like, oh, he couldn't get on the train. So he showed up an hour and a half later. He had literally skated on his own at night through Barcelona. I don't know if he had a phone on him to, like, show where he was going. <laughs> but he made it home safe and sound. But He yeah. was doing offline maps for sure. He probably was. But, yeah. yeah, so this is a lesson to, you know, always take shoes with Yeah, even if case. they're just – I'm going to say thongs because that's what we say in Australia, yeah. but flip-flops flip or yeah. sandals or something, something small that you can easily yeah. fold and put away just because, you know, you want to – I think – you know, it's one thing to try and see if you can skate somewhere, and that's fine. I totally do that too. But it's another thing to actually respect it is the that's culture. Be places no, where you yeah. you shouldn't be. You know, just re respecting. Totally, I think my other tip for um, street skating when overseas is you know just be prepared with your the endurance side of your fitness because. You know, every city is different. Um, some cities are really flat and easy to skate. Others are super hilly. Yes. Um, and so you kind of, yeah, you want to be prepped for 
long skates in in any kind of conditions as well. So yeah, it's good to kind of have your you know endurance yeah. fitness. Up. Sydney is very hilly, guys. So it's if you ever come visit hilly. us, it's very hilly. But Melbourne is super flat. So is, yeah, different different experiences. When yeah, street skating, especially even if you're in the same country, one city could be really hilly and one city could be really flat. Yeah. So and just always looking out for traffic. I know mm. it's probably a bit easier for our US followers going to Europe, but the, our Australian followers. They do drive on the other side of the road, so just be careful when you're crossing the road because I always forget, especially when I'm skating because I get really excited. So just make sure you do look a lot, especially if you're coming from Australia. I know a lot of our Australian followers are probably saying, I know this (laughs) (laughs) because we're used to it, but, yeah, it's hard for us, I think. Whenever I go to the US, I always, like, have to take longer at an intersection than everyone else because I freak out. I'm like, what ways are the cars coming? Yeah, and, you know, just be aware, be safe. Um, maybe the first time you're skating in a new city, skate in a group, like, or just not, not on your own. Um, and of course, like standard, you know, make your own decision about the safety gear and that sort of thing that you wear, but just being prepared that in an, like an unfamiliar environment, being safe is the main thing. Another thing I thought of in related to the offline maps is that a lot of major cities have like cycle path maps available. Yes. And that is a really good indicator of where you likely will be able to skate and like a smooth enough surface to yeah they'll tend to be smoother nice little skate on a bit more cruisy mm, totally. maybe like some cities have even have like inline skating tours and segway tours so oh. <laughs> could always jump on one of those that's so cool segway <laughs> tour that's awesome so we've got another question here about street skating yes can you skate on cobblestones? (laughs) I got this question so much when I was overseas. My DMs were just constantly full (laughs) of, how are you skating on cobblestones? Is that even possible? So I'm here to tell you that it really depends on the cobblestone itself. There are totally so many different types of cobblestones. Like I feel like everywhere I go, it's different. Yeah. So basically I find the big cobblestones are easier to skate on. They're not so bad. So when I'm like, they're much bigger. They may be like, I don't know, 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres, big cobblestones, and the gap between each cobblestone is really thin. I find those not too bad to skate over at all. I skated a lot of those in Portugal. And if you skate with speed, it is a lot easier. So just make sure you get lots and lots of speed to go over those cobblestones. But there's definitely some that are a little bit harder. And I find the small ones that have big gaps between each cobblestone. So the cobblestones themselves will be tiny, but they have these weird gaps between them all. Yeah. And some of the cobblestones are raised. They are. So you don't want the ones that they're at different levels. So you've just got to sort of look at them and maybe give it a go. And then if yeah. you can't do it, then don't worry about it. But, yeah, speed, assessing the situation. Yeah. Um, first and just also you'll find in some countries there'll be some old towns that you might not be able to skate in at all again just respecting Mm. you know that city you know if skateboarders are skating there and bikes are there usually it's okay yeah just looking out again and just sizing up the situation that's what I tend to do totally and you know I think another part aspect of skating on cobblestones is just making sure your gear is well maintained for example plate can rattle quite a bit if it's like you know you're not skating a lot on that kind of rough surface so just make sure like your kingpin on your plate is like you know 
properly in there and like you know you've got um the right kind of wheels on yeah um, and check your toe stops before you start because yes. everything can sort of yeah come out become a bit looser and you wouldn't want your gear to be the reason that you couldn't enjoy the cobblestone yeah. skating it's a different experience the faster the better yeah the experience. faster better speed yeah. is your friend yeah. in that and i mean yeah. it's not some for me personally i just sometimes jump on the road if there's not many cars but you know be careful doing that too i guess classify myself as quite as an experienced street skater so I I can actually go on and off the road quite easily but if you're new to street skating definitely try and do bike paths yeah first and foremost for sure and I think as we mentioned in the last episode skating in a city is so fun it can be such a beautiful way to see and experience the city in the way that you wouldn't if you were just walking around or driving around um so we encourage it but be safe be smart you know try to do some research to scout out the best places to skate yeah Mm. exactly Mm, mm. so stacy what are our top three skatable cities the kind of cities that are great to skating great question i feel Mm. like how much time does everyone have yeah totally (laughs) so street skating wise or outdoor wise um obviously long beach california venice i feel like we don't need to put that out there so can that not be included in our top three because i feel yeah like... we'll just say that's like a bit of an obvious yeah <laughs> obvious answer california yeah. uh other great cities for street skating would be paris the mm. we talked about that in the last episode mm. so great street skating in paris the friday night skate particularly barcelona is amazing for yep. street skating and probably amsterdam yeah i love skating in amsterdam they're probably yeah. my top three i could probably go into more details about other places i like skating but i feel like those cities are particularly set up yeah i agree yeah for skating i'm gonna stick with that because they're all cities that i've been to and i found really skatable as well and i think there's a lot of cities in europe where there are a lot of skaters and street skaters in them. And I feel like in those cities, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Paris, people are just more aware and more kind of accepting of skating. Yes. Uh, and, and that makes it nicer, like a nicer experience skating around. Yeah, and because they, I feel like, ride bikes more or at least yeah. more than we do in Australia, the cars are sort of very used to. For sure. Yeah, particularly in Amsterdam because yeah, there's so many bikes. And But you're right, I think cars, are, cars and pedestrians are much more aware of, of skaters. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, you know, plenty of other great places. So that's street skating. When it comes to rinks, Mm. there's great rinks all around the US. So, you know, there's a bunch in LA, there's a bunch in Texas, you know, the list goes on. And Tokyo, Tokyo Dome Mm. in Japan is a fantastic roller skating rink. And what is another really good roller skating rink? I don't think I've been to any in Europe. When I was in Amsterdam... One time I went to one of um, Kariana's roller discos that she put on, which was at like a club. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah, there seemed to be kind of smaller club-based events as opposed to Too massive r- rinks. Yeah. I don't know. Like, tell us, you know, where where are the rinks that you love to skate in around the world? Because I'd love to do a rink tour of I know, wouldn't Europe it? I, I've never really thought about Europe too Europe. much in rinks. The Europe. Yeah. <laughs> the Europe and the US. Uh, but yeah, obviously the US probably has the best variety yeah. of rinks. Yeah. And you can, yeah, look that up. And then park skating. I mean, I feel like I'm not the best person to answer this question. 
I will just do it from my opinion and what I've experienced so far. Portugal was really great. Hey? Mm. I don't know if it was the, the food or the people. Or <laughs> We're the, talking skate parks. So I know. So about food. <laughs> but the skate parks are really good there. And I feel like I was so devastated um, when I was looking them up and we'd literally already driven two hours. I was like, oh, man, there was a really good one on the water back like two hours oh, earlier. Oh, shame. So that was really great. Obviously, like the US again for skate parks. And I feel like Australia has really picked up our skate park game lately. Yeah, We've for been sure. getting a lot of new ones. Upgrades to, to current ones. ones. So I'm going to, mm. we don't usually say Australia very much, but I feel like we've been getting a lot of new ones lately. Yeah, we have. Particularly around Sydney. Yeah, which has mm. been really nice. But even other cities have been getting new ones or, like you said, upgrades. Mm. Yeah, my local one is like newish and it's really great. And another one just opened near me. So that's cool. Yeah, so come to Australia, guys. Yeah. And you've got the Gold Bowl at Newcastle. So yeah, I feel like we do have, although it's very spread out. Yeah, we do. Oh. Well, Australia is very spread out. But yeah, yeah we've got we've got stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. For sure we do. For sure we do. So, well, that's that's kind of it on all the questions that we were asked. Yeah, that was all one. That we didn't. Uh, someone ask if we if we'd lost a set oh, of skates. Oh yes, yeah. Someone did ask if you'd ever lost skates or like a an outfit. I have a funny story. Yeah. Okay, I haven't lost a set of skates, but I've almost lost a set of skates, oh. and this was in Portugal. So. For us old Australians, it's you know, a bit stressful driving on the other side of the road, especially in a foreign country, and we just did this big drive to Faro, and it's stressful, like, parking in a new city when it's all on the other side of the road, and we stopped, and we parked, and we had to check into where we were staying really quickly, so we got some stuff out of the car and I usually like to take my skates in with me I don't like to leave them in the car that's a good tip don't leave them in the car because they might get stolen so I took them so I took everything out but I left them on the ground and we went and checked in and the lady was like oh can I have your passports and I was like oh my gosh my skates are on the road next to the car and I ran back so fast and they were still there thank goodness oh my gosh (sighs) but if you know me well you know I just lose stuff all the time like I half my suitcase goes missing when I travel so anyways I almost lost my skates and I haven't um have I lost a leotard traveling when I used to do artistic skating no but I know plenty of people who have had horror stories about uh, leaving them places or even I've heard things about stuff getting stolen so you know just be careful with your things yeah and that's totally my fear whenever I'm traveling that I might leave my skates somewhere or they might get taken from a bag whenever I'm out in public and even in, in Sydney where like I you know I don't feel particularly worried that people will come up and steal stuff I like keep like a part of my noose like looped around my leg and that sort of thing yeah. you get so precious with them don't you you're like this is my perfect setup I can't let this go I always like when I'm eating dinner or something I yeah, like you said put the the strap around a chair yeah. or I just keep my stuff on my lap yeah. like if I'm really concerned yeah so yeah definitely be careful and don't leave your skates in the car overnight no good tip very very good tip just skating them all the time just keep them on your feet (laughs) when you sleep when you eat when you shower (laughs) but yeah never i've actually never had a problem getting um them stolen or anything like that all almost lost them yeah but just be careful of your belongings it's just not your roller skates just all your belongings that's right exactly very good tip well Traveling and skating, there we are. If anyone has any more follow-up questions that you'd like to ask us about skating, feel free. 
Yes, thank you for all the messages of people. Yeah. I know a few people have, I think, some girls in Cairns up, so that's far north Queensland in Australia, were saying they've got a little cool skate scene happening up Mm. there at the moment, which is really cool. So I just want to give a little shout-out to that crew up there. We spoke about events in our last episode, but I saw one pop up recently. It's for October, B-Funk's... Dance event in uh, Den Haag in Holland. So it's a three-day sort of dance workshop event. Mm. I can't remember the actual name of the event. Yeah, it's by our Dutch family over there. So you should check that out. And Slam, Slam and... On the Gold Coast oh, yes. in Sl- October? Yeah, Slam. Marmalade um, Slam. Marmalade Slam is running an event in on the Gold Coast in October, which should be really cool too, a ramp event. So you can check that one out for all the Aussies. I just also wanted to mention, I think we'll talk about this in a later episode, mm. the World Roller Games is on next year in Spain, in July next July. year. Mm. And the reason why I want to mention this is because I'm hoping – that a few of our artistic friends here in Australia make it to Worlds next year so we can um, go watch them. And support so, them. Yeah, but we'll talk about that in a later episode. But yeah. the World Roller Games is also next year. Yeah, I'm keen to go. I'm and, very keen. Yeah, we want to go watch our yeah our skate friends. Yeah, it will be awesome. Skate jams. Skate jams. What's your favourite song that you're skating to at the moment, Stace? I'm listening to Leon Bridges' Bad Bad News. Oh, at the moment. Leon so. Bridges? Yeah. Old school? Yes. Um, well, I've been listening to, do you know the song Level Up by Ciara? No. There's like a dance challenge that goes with it. The clip is really amazing. It's a really cool song. Mm-hmm. I. What's the dance clip look like? It's like Ciara and she's just got this amazing dance crew that are all dancing with her. And oh, it's really? like a really well choreographed, like really well directed That's clip. Fun. So definitely check it out. I'm trying to think about how I could adapt it to do something on skates, but I'm definitely not a good enough dancer to do it. But I, you know, I have aspirations. Because they have that have um, that Drake one. The Drake That's right, one getting out feelings. of the car. Yeah. Which is, I've watched a few roller skaters do it, which has been awesome. And I sort of want to do it, but I can't think of anywhere we could do it without like other cars. And I know. I was thinking maybe the car, like the car park at Tempe. And how do they film it? Like, does the driver film it? I think the driver films yeah. it, which is a bit illegal. It's a bit dangerous. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we, Matt and I talked about it and we were thinking of, like, trying to do a comedy version with Matt doing it as, like, a, a cute. Yeah, have you seen some of the comedy versions? I, I don't know. I haven't. There's a, there's quite a few I really out there. I need to look at Anyways, maybe we'll add that Drake song. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. In my feelings. In my feelings to the playlist, too, if anyone wants to do that challenge. It yeah. looks pretty fun. Yeah. And to the few roller skaters that have done it out there, awesome. One artistic skater. I wasn't even following her. She has like almost a hundred thousand followers. I'm like, yeah. how am I not following this girl? Hers was really good. It was, yeah. I liked hers the best. And she had my my skates, my art skates. Oh yeah. I was like, they're my skates. Oh my gosh. She was really good. She was really good. So what move, what skate move are you working on at the moment? Ah, uh, so at the moment I'm trying to do lowering of the toe spins, which in dance skating is also called a sit spin. So artistic skating have their sit spin and dance mm. skating have their sit spin. So basically you go up on both your toe wheels on both feet and you try to squat low and then come back up again and I feel like I'm getting really close but yeah yeah it's you I need to Chris Nima gave me some great tips uh keeping my back straight and you know I'm putting too much weight on one side which I totally agree with him and thanks Chris for the tips uh but trying to keep my back straight is really hard while being Mm. on your toes it Mm. feels like it feels very strange. So, your videos yeah. look good. Yeah, getting there. You're, I mean, you're like the spin master. So, toe spins, 
Like, do you find they've been a challenge for you or has it been kind of an easy transition from like regular spinning, like heel and toe? I definitely think they feel harder, obviously, because they're new. And I've just never really been taught to do anything on my toes. Of course. Like in artistic skating. skating, you know, you might do a bit of toe stop footwork and jump off your toe. We don't use our toe stops all that much, especially, Mm. you know, basically if you spin on a toe stop, it's not really a spin. Yeah. So I know the toe stop's not in, but that whole movement of being on your toes. Yeah. I still am working my way up to toe spins. I've started to do some very basic ones. But I'm keen. They just look so beautiful. Yeah. And so smooth. You can go very fast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And what are you working on? Um, Well, I have been working on mainly some like invert crazy leg moves around cones. And I've, I think I posted a couple of videos lately where I'm like, trying to dance and get in a flow around cones or around wheels yeah a lot of dance skaters do that yeah and i thought you know slalom cross dancing slancing (laughs) is it the style that we no one ever knew that we needed but we've always deserved (laughs) even though people are already doing it people are definitely already doing it i'm not claiming to have invented it by any means but you've invented the name for it slancing Slancing. or slants slalom and dance it's really fun i find it like adds a level of challenge and I do like slancing yeah it makes me it forces me to be smoother as well and more precise I think do you think this word will stick don't know that we over to you (laughs) to decide because we Amelia and I last Sunday we did some slancing together so maybe I'll post a slant our slancing video I've got a video of it that we haven't yet posted because I was I hadn't warmed up and I was cheating and the best video we have is like me not doing a very good job and you doing really good. So we can just post that and be like, Stacey's awesome. Amelia's less awesome. But we were both slancing. We'll yeah, slancing. we were. We were slancing. Okay. Hashtag slancing. <laughs> <laughs> Trending. Well, thanks, everyone. It's good to be back. So yeah. we're going to get back into our routine of releasing a post a podcast every yeah. single fortnight. We're really good. If you have any podcast ideas, send us an email, send us a DM, send us a PM. And yeah, we're hoping to do some interviews with some skaters. Yes, we've got some lined up. Yeah, so pretty excited for that. But yeah, we're always open to any ideas on topics. So get in touch with us. Yes. And sweet skate, skate dreams. dreams.